Broadcasting from Wilson High School in Portland, Oregon, this is Vietcast, and we are going to be talking about Vietnamese immigrants immigrating to the United States, as well as some history about Vietnam. Vietnam is located in the continent of Asia, sharing a border with China to the north and Cambodia to the west. The capital city of Vietnam has an estimated population of just under 6.5 million people. According to the Migration Policy Institution, after the Civil War, North and South Vietnam was reunified under a communist regime, which eventually led to an economic progress in the 1990s, creating a free market system in trade. While trading, they decided to use the traditional currency called Dong. As of the early 2000s, Vietnam became one of the largest exporters of cashew nuts and black pepper in the world. Vietnam is also the second largest exporter of rice behind Thailand. Vietnamese cuisine is a blended palate, as they say. They have a mix of Chinese and Thai styles and is considered one of the healthiest cuisines in the world. They have a combination of fresh herbs, seafoods, fruits, and vegetables. When it comes to culture, the Social Republic of Vietnam says celebrating their culture with festivities brings harmony and solidarity. They celebrate with traditional music festivals, buffalo slaughtering, and also temple festivals. Over the span of 20 years, a total of 3 million people from Vietnam and Cambodia fled to the United States because of the Vietnam War. Over 800,000 Vietnamese use boats, according to the UNHCR. Under the Indochina Migration and Refugee Assistance Act, passed in 1975, Vietnamese immigrants were allowed to enter the U.S. on a parole status. The UNHCR gave each refugee 240 to 360 U.S. dollars in aid so they could assimilate to the new society. Vietnamese immigrants chose the United States because they were needing a place to stay while Vietnam was at war. Upon arrival, they were placed in processing camps in California, Pennsylvania, Arkansas, and Florida. Vietnam often faced racism and discrimination from American citizens. The anti-Asian sentiment began in the 19th century and continued throughout the 80s. Vietnamese immigrants faced difficulties finding jobs and communicating because of their language barrier. Today, Vietnamese Americans are more successful and are more accepted than they were in the 1980s. They have created culture communities support each other, to support each other in each urban center, such as California. Their country has drastically improved from technology, education, and most importantly, their living standards. Now, Ayana is going to give us first-hand stories from Vietnamese immigrants. My boat, so small, but there were 55 people in the boat. We went for nine days and eight nights. After five days, we didn't have anything to eat or drink, and some people fainted. We opened their mouths and gave them urine, and after they woke up, two people died. Linda Thong from Vietnam left in a rush after the Vietnam War, leaving her old life behind. She didn't go into much depth about her life before leaving Vietnam, only that she lived on a farm with her mother and three siblings. Her father passed away in the war when she was 10. First, she began her journey in Vietnam, getting onto a small boat with her husband, two daughters, and three brothers, along with 51 others. They were on that boat for nine days and eight nights, some fainting from the lack of food and water, having to drink urine to get by. It was on the last day that they stumbled upon a boat with seven men on it. 
They helped them onto their boat and cooked and fed them. And after that, things began to take a turn. They took their tools and jewelry, as well as a girl. She even mentions that a man threw one of her daughters in the sea. But luckily, Thong's brother-in-law jumped in and saved her. They were put back on their boat and sent on their way. And according to Thong, there was also no motor, just sails. So it took them a few more nights and days until they finally met another boat with eight men. She was worried at first, but soon found out they were humane. They gave them food and tied their boat to theirs and brought them to Thailand. Thong didn't go into depth about how she got there, but five months later they arrived in New Orleans, and a month later moved to California. Thong and her family didn't know how to speak English, which had her worried, and all she could say was hello and goodbye. In California, she gave birth to another child. They were sleeping on the floor for three months. They had no money for clothes for their baby, and the government was giving them money, but not enough. According to Thong, there was only two bedrooms and one bath for seven people. Time went by. Her husband and three brothers found jobs at swap meets on the weekends and on the weekdays. They went and studied English. Her husband then found another job and paid $500 and was paid $500 a month. And after two years, they saved up and they opened a small business, which was selling toys. And according to Thong, they made good money. Now she is about 39 years old with five children, two girls, and three boys. Two are in college at UCL. One is in their second year and another is in their first, both majoring in biology. Another one in high school and then one in sixth grade and their youngest is in kindergarten. Thon then begins to talk about her children and how good they are and how they listen and work hard and how she bought a house and a car and that she thanks God every day for her and her family's freedom. In the end, Thog and her family are doing well for themselves. They have a business and a car and a house. Their kids are all in a school and according to Thong, doing well and working hard. Moving to the U.S. seems to be the best thing that Thong did because she's happy and loves her freedom. For her and her family, she persevered through the pirates as well as the fatigue and dehydration. From the long trip from Vietnam to Thailand and from Thailand to the U.S. Moving is a common experience that many children have. Sometimes it can be an intimidating thought, a hopeful one, or in Thuthai's case, both. Thuthai talks about how the North Vietnamese Army advanced towards the capital of South Vietnam, Hanoi, where like many other citizens living in and around the capital, his family fled to the United States. Arriving as a refugee, the family were moved into a refugee camp in Fort Chaffee, Arkansas. Later, moving into an apartment in Berkeley, California, where he spent the rest of his teenage years. All of his experience has forged him into the person he is today and is the reason he now talks about his journey and the stories and lessons he went through and learned. Immigrants from Vietnam enriched the world around them by contributing to society by sharing experience, thoughts, and ideas. Thu Thai is only one example of many immigrants that contribute to society. Another example is Linda Thong, the Vietnamese immigrant who Ayana talked about. Even though we only covered two immigrants, there are much more. As the Immigration Policy Institute, MPI, a super trustworthy and useful source states, Nearly 1.3 million Vietnamese immigrants were in the United States in 2012. What all these amazing people have in common is the stories and what tell of their perseverance. Linda Thong was an immigrant from Vietnam who was like any other. Whether it be being robbed by pirates or just barely scraping along, she stuck with it through the thick and thin. She opened up a shop with $5,000 and is now living happily. She has a house, a few cars, and all her children are in school and are working hard. If she didn't save up that money and get that shop, if she didn't stick with it, and if she didn't continue that long journey from Vietnam to California, 
this would have been a very different story. Just like how it would have been a very different story if Thuthai had decided to just sit back and decided to not be a public speaker and inspire other immigrants. Even though his story is not exciting as long, it has still has many bumps along the way leading up to where he is now. He could have decided to just stay in Vietnam or not finish school, but he didn't. He pushed through it all. Now he inspires other immigrants who don't feel as much of a drive to persevere. The U.S. has a lot of problems, but I think people like Linda Thong and Thuthai actually help the U.S. fix some of them. When these people immigrate here, it makes the country a better place. They inspire many other immigrants who are going through hard times, along with many other Americans who are as well. Vietnamese immigrants have taught us many things, but the most important thing they have taught us is perseverance. The attribute that makes it so no one gives up, to keep pushing on. Even though not all of us have been kidnapped by pirates or gone through some crazy event, it doesn't mean we can't learn from the people who actually have. I'm thankful that I had the opportunity to learn about Linda Thong and Thu Thai and the other interesting facts that Lenny talked about. It gave him a lot more insight on the situation at hand, and it made it a lot easier to understand what the people who were interviewed were talking about. We did a lot of research while doing this project, but the people and facts we chose were the ones that really stood out to us. The ones that show us how hard it is to move to the unknown, but with a little hard work and perseverance, show how you can conquer it. Hopefully, you were inspired by what we have shared with you today. This has been ViaCast, and until next time, thanks for listening.